0: leaders of every military service list computing at the edge as one of their leading capabilities requirements the next level of data transfer is edge device to edge device david hoon is chief technology officer at norseman defense technologies he's former design team lead for joint information environment enterprise operations at the defense information systems agency dave welcome thanks for joining me today what's the infrastructure requirement look like for a warfighting organization that wants to be able to do what I just referenced, shift data from place to place without having to bring it back home and send it back out. Welcome, Dave.
1: Well, first, thank you for having me on the show. Um, so that's a great question. And, and really what we're seeing is more so not eliminating the need to move data from edge to, to cloud or to central, but we're trying to minimize the amount of data that has to move. And what that means is shifting compute and processing and intelligence and trained machine learning models out to the edge, collecting the data at the edge, performing those operations using trained models, and then sending the results or the intelligence, the information um, back to other applications to be used, especially in a warfighting operation to be used as intelligence or lead in for some other operation.
0: What does that change in the way that these organizations are using data and moving that data mean for the way that they're managing it and for the way that they curate it?
1: So today, what what we see is a lot of organizations, when they talk about big data or machine learning or AI, they talk about moving the bulk of the data from the edge to a central data lake or repository, be that in the cloud or a data center. Um, What this means is shifting um, the mentality of that to take data governance into perspective, understanding what you have at the edge and shifting the operation to the edge. Another way of saying that is taking the question to the data as opposed to taking the data to the question.
0: What's the difference in those two configurations as far as what the technology support for each of the services or for the DOD as a whole has to do or has to have or has to provide?
1: It's really implementing a enterprise-wide data fabric, being able to manage your data in a way cohesively across the entire enterprise and having visibility from a top-down approach and understanding what you have at the edge and where the value of that edge data comes into the enterprise application and performing those operations at the edge. In some cases, it still will be necessary to move bulk data or raw data to a centralized repository but we're really trying to help customers eliminate the need to lift and shift their data.
0: Does that change, does all of these changes that we're talking about here change the best practices that an organization needs to use to be able to manage this stuff effectively?
1: No, the best practices are really changing. So as we as we implement high-performance computing and AI with machine learning, um, it really changes the need for how we operate or manage data. So the thinking you know, two years ago or three years ago is we have to keep data because we don't know what kinds of questions we're going to answer. Today, I think if we have an understanding from a data strategy, you know, an enterprise leader, from data scientists and analysts, we can understand what questions we can answer today with the data. And we can we can take those operations and store the results of those operations and drop the rest of the data on the floor or at the very least to move it to a very low cost storage solution, solution, lowering the cost of storage for the enterprise. You talked about policy
0: and compliance, and I, I wonder how you write doctrine, how you write best practices, uh, how you write governance policies for an environment where the number one rule is the plan goes out the window at first contact. It strikes me that, that that's really as fluid as the warfighting environment potentially.
1: it it truly is so again starting from a from a top-down approach and understanding what your mission is and finding the value in the data and being able to take action on that data is is first and foremost the the most important activity that you're going to take against that data um and and as you said when you have first contact all rules go out the window which which means you've got to have a solid foundation and you've got to understand um, inherently within the organization at a functional level, what you're doing with that data.
0: You mentioned artificial intelligence a moment ago, Dave, and I wonder what that does, adding that technology into the mix does for the way that one thinks about data management, data governance, curation, and so on. Cause the way that it's been explained to me a couple of times is, um, AI is the vehicle that will drive the department to a certain destination. Data is the fuel that juices the vehicle. And then the ultimate destination you drive that to is whatever the warfighting solution is or, or back office solution for that matter. Am I thinking about it the right way and how do you how does one go about strategizing with AI the way that we're seeing, for example, in the CDAO office now at DOD and so on?
1: So I I think you are thinking about it the right way. Um, And the way I like to think about AI is, you know, in the data management space, data management is just another, another uh, domain for applying artificial intelligence. Um, So being able to, bring data in related to data management operations, bring data in related to practical use of other data um, within the artificial intelligence and machine learning architecture, and putting that together to understand really best practices within your individual organization um, and the activities and actions that you should take on that data. So, So again, you know, to shorten that up, data management is just another problem that you can apply AI Technology against
0: is there a way to anticipate where this is all going? Is there and and, and if so, I wonder where that comes from—whether it comes from the technology or comes from the people that are involved with it, or the evolving uh, potential uh, use cases? You know that landscape. What what does that look like in your view, Dave?
1: So I think it's hard to predict where everything ends up, but I think trending over the last uh, couple of years, what, what we're seeing in commercial space and, and really in the federal and the DOD space is that there truly is a focus on data being a, a core asset and a, a value to an organization. So whether that's a value in, in, the, in the information itself, a value in, in the mission or mission effectiveness Um, You know, those two can be debated as to what's more important for one organization versus the next. But really treating data as as an asset and as a a key differentiator um, in a warfighting mission, I think, is really what drives where we need to go. And as technology improves from a compute and processing and even from a network transport um, perspective, We're going to see more and more advanced capabilities extending to the very edge of the data or to the edge device itself.
0: What does success look like in this space, Dave? How does one gauge it? How does one know it when one sees it?
1: Oh, I don't think you'll ever have uh, one answer to what defines success. Um, But I think in, in each mission, you're going to have success criteria that you plan to and you engineer to. And I think if you implement common best practices for or architecting applications and, and mission systems, you're going to know when you have success locally within that mission. And as technology evolves, you can redefine, uh, you know, the art of the possible over time.
0: And it strikes me too, if it's, if success is based on knowing it, when you see it, then you can also make pretty quick decisions about what the next level of success is that you want to achieve, whatever that may be for the, the mission that you're encountering. Is that fair to say?
1: That, that is fair to say. And especially, you know, today, as we shift from traditional development delivery models into a more agile, it allows us to make decisions quicker and more effectively based on uh, current mission priorities.
0: What should someone know for the future in this space that uh, may not be necessary or may not be relevant for somebody that's a practitioner today, but is over the horizon and that person should be learning about now anticipating the future?
1: oh that's a tough question but um (laughs) really you know what i would say is you know there's really no wrong place to start um and and what you don't know today is is not detrimental to your organization you need to start somewhere you need to be honest about where you are and on a journey to effective data management and operations and ai and machine learning um and and have a goal for where you want to be so i think where you want to be is is where each piece of data if data is acted on um, or produced and it has value in your organization that you're able to recognize what that value is and either begin a strategy or a plan today for for achieving that value and recognizing the return on that value or at least storing the data so that you can in the future
0: dave hoon of norseman defense technologies great to have you on the program thanks for joining me today
1: Thank you very much. It was my pleasure. Today's show is sponsored
0: by Norseman Defense Technologies, Hewlett Packard, Enterprise, and Intel, featuring solutions like the HPE Apollo 6500 Gen 10 system, powered by Intel Xeon scalable processors. To learn more, go to Norseman.com.